Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, and this is the Right Guys Podcast, where we point out that Joe Biden is playing the fiddle as he watches the world. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerling and Max McGuire. Happy Friday, everyone. My name is Max McGuire, here with Mr. Producer Josh Hammerling. Lots to discuss today. Yes, yes. Always fun when we're preparing for a show and we see that the United States has begun airstrikes against a country that Congress has not declared war against. That's always fun. Again, I'm sorry. I, I feel like that's something unique to our generation. And, and we're, we're in the same generation, right? Do you consider yourself yeah. a millennial? Or no, no, I'm, no. Genera- I'm Gen oh. Xer, technically. I'm, I was... I'm a millennial, so we're a different generation. Are you really? Wow, yeah, yeah I got uh, I'm waiting for the uh, the UN car to roll up and tell us it's time to get out of your house and and completely yeah. revolt. So, oh my gosh. Well, this is so, but this definitely this is not something that the baby boomers grew up with. No, um, <laughs> the, no not the idea that the president could just bomb another country and everyone says okay and just goes about their business. Um, but that's oh. uh, that, that's the world we live in. We got attacked on 9/11 and apparently. Yeah. The only way to respond is to give the president the power to respond to anything without congressional approval. Because all of these things yeah, all yeah. base mm-hmm. their authorization for the use of military force on the idea that Al-Qaeda attacked the Twin Trade Center, the Center. World Trade Center, yeah. Twin Towers. Um, you know what's so. crazy? Is that that strike, you know, they, they were like, you better not be here on this day. You, you It <laughs> yeah. might be coming. You don't know. Yeah. You better leave. God, yeah. what a, this is going to be bad news. Well, Joe Biden's hair is all weird too, but you know, yeah. he's got people for that. If it's the same Joe Biden, I like. I see you see the clip. You time. see the clip. Ooh, you see the clip of him in a uh, a diner telling people to vote for Trump. That was pretty wild. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the juiciest morsel of the weekend, right? Yeah, there. It, it, it happened. <laughs> Gonna vote for it Trump? Happened. What? Um, it was. I thought it had to be fake. Yeah. Right. I mean, with all the deep fakes out there these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll download it, it though. Hold it? on. Yeah, yeah, do it because I want to see um, this one. Yeah, because he was at that diner, diner in, in Michigan. It was. And then it, it smelled like the time that he was in Philly, right? And he was yeah. in that diner, and that guy just he ignored him, or did he say like F Joe Biden? An- another guy ignored him. Another yeah, guy did ignore yeah. him, which right, is always which, fun. Right. Yeah, that doesn't happen with Donald Trump. Donald Trump no. doesn't enter a room and people not notice. Yeah, um, he enters the room and they're they're waiting for him, right? They're lining up down the yeah. block to see if they can't get a, here's, a here's look the at clip. This dude. Here's the clip. Let's see if we can hear. Oh There's a little gosh. bit of sound background noise. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. Vote Trump. Vote for Trump. Very weird. It's almost it's almost like they someone told him, "I don't support you. I'm I'm a conservative." And like the way he gets out of that situation is up, oh, vote for Trump. Yeah. Uh, maybe. But it's still, it's still not a, no, it's no, still not like it. But then again, follows you then, forever. Then again, Biden's DOJ has made a policy that if you do anything else, it's a civil rights violation. Like, hmm? yeah. Because remember, you had the uh, the people with the memes on the fake days to go to the polls oh, saying yeah, Donald yeah, Trump yeah, yeah, supporters yeah. vote this day, Hillary Clinton vote, mm-hmm. vote the other day. Telling them not to vote or encouraging them not to vote, according to the DOJ, is a deprivation of rights these days. Um, so I guess the only thing you legally can do is tell them to vote for your opponent. That's how weird this whole Thanks thing is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, happy second month of the year already. Yeah. It's and juicy. Listen, 
I mean, those, starting... those people, those people have it good. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they're not getting their ass kicked by illegal aliens on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not they're being not. thrown in prison. They're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that diner in in Michigan might be the safest place to be right now. Um, yeah. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a topic that we've discussed before, but it is the growing and ever galvanizing difference. Uh, in, in the DOJ, FBI, Biden administration's policies on who deserves to be prosecuted and who deserves to be let off the hook. What kind of crimes deserve to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law and what kind of crimes can be forgiven and just ignored? Um, well, like uh, a laptop full of kitty porn? Yeah, yeah. Or like a uh, um, bunch of payments from China for work not not performed i mean <laughs> where do people it's, sign up for this stuff you know yeah yeah versus Ooh. uh a victimless crime in trump saying that he committed fraud how do you defraud a bank that gets paid back of the terms alone with interest how how is that fraud yeah. but it makes we, a pretty little penny uh, or, or or you take somebody to court for uh like uh defamation and never meet them maybe allegedly i don't know i mean that was really crazy 88 million dollars for someone tri- claims to never have met you know yeah. like anybody can start coming forward now and say hey you know what i remember back in the day he touched me in the blah 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 but i don't know the date i don't know the or, year i don't know the season yeah and some um, of the, the evidence indicates she she knew the dress she was wearing but the dress hadn't been hadn't been invented like, yet hadn't been invented it's like for any of us if you tried to enter that kind of evidence it would it would throughout the whole thing right there's a legal yeah. uh, legal concept it's uh, it's I believe it's falsus in uno, falsus in omnibus, which is if if it's false in one, it's false in all, mm. and that if they catch you in a lie, it's mm. reasonable to presume that there's lots of lies in there. Sure. Um. So yeah, if you make a very specific claim and and you start getting it wrong, you don't get the deference of of being believed for everything else. Right. Um. But no, not apparently, especially not if your last name is Trump. Yeah, they like they can't get rid of them, so they're trying to give them the financial death sentence, right? I mean, they're going to try to to use the the justice system to go to war and and, and make them yeah. spend every single dollar, right? I mean, look, if they can't get rid of you, they're gonna they're gonna bankrupt you, right? Or you know, if they can't do that, then you know the next step. I mean, they're at the very end of that. Yeah, that whole cycle of trying to get rid of them, right? Right before an election, suddenly you don't have one of the candidates around. It's with the crazies out there, it's not off the table, right? It's just not. And I hope that doesn't happen because I want to vote for Trump. I really do. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. want the alternative at all. I think that's the only reason why Nikki Haley's still in this race. We're talking, I was talking to my grandparents yesterday. They're like, why is she still in the race? Why is she still in the race? And I said, it's because um, in the off chance that the Supreme Court says Trump can't be on the ballot, Mm-hmm. She could coast to the nomination because at oh, that yeah. point, the question for the RNC is, do you nominate someone who actually received votes or do you nominate someone who never received votes? And I think yeah. it's all bad. It's not anything that we want at all. Right. But in terms of civil war within the party, right, tearing itself apart, the idea of giving the nomination to someone who didn't even run, mm-hmm. didn't even get a single vote mm-hmm. would be crazy. Oh, it would, she has oh, a much she oh. has a much better still terrible but better claim of saying hey i came in second place mm-hmm. um so i don't th- i don't think she drops out until the supreme court issues that ruling um 
So we'll see. Yeah, it's, she's we'll like see. hedging her bet on that one, right? I mean, keep spending the money to see if it pays off at the end. I hope it doesn't, right? Because that yeah. would just be. Yeah. You want to talk about a reason for people to start revolting? That would be it, right? Like yeah. they would. The, like that's what those, they're spending oof. the money on. Ooh. Yeah. Um. So last episode we talked about these illegal aliens in New York, right? Oh. Let's let's start the ball rolling on yeah. the side of the coin of we're not going to prosecute them. We're going to let them do, go. They deserve <laughs> to be let go. Yeah. These these illegal aliens. We saw the attack. Josh, did you see them leaving the courthouse? Oh, yeah, with the double birds up, mm -hmm. uh, just essentially thumbing their nose to all the media. And to Fox I mean, News it, it now, NYPD making like, two wanna... more arrests, illegal Ooh. immigrants. Yeah. And that attack on officers, those suspects also uh, hide space and throw up the double bird. Cell right. phone. Well, that'll help. Of course, this is down. insane. It shows you that they, so they, a fifth they're untouchable immigrant. in the law. Yeah. They're just untouchable, right? They know that nobody's going to come after them. Yes. But anybody else goes to jail for 20 years or gets crazy charges or yes now new york has passed a law that says they can't hold people with bail so they have cashless bail it's been a huge problem in new york where you you rob a store and unless it's a felony level amount for the merchandise you steal they get let released back into society so you get people committing multiple 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 crimes before finally the court has the power to put them behind bars right <laughs> What's crazy here is they sh that should have not happened because illegal aliens, by very virtue of their unlawful entry into the U.S., have proven that they are flight risks. These are people who can move across international borders without needing a plane ticket, right? I mean, it's not even We're like paying for it for most people. Okay, you're a flight risk. Hand over your passport. These people yeah. are quote unquote undocumented. Yeah. So anyone who has proven a history of illegally crossing borders like this should have been treated as a flight risk. Yeah. And lo and behold, they're saying today that they think that these people have already fled the the city and state of New York. Shocking. Shocking, right? Shocking. Shock shock you. Um, which is what illegal aliens do. And the way that you really have to think about this is um they enter the country illegally right definitely illegally they seek out border patrol agents and they fraudulently claim asylum that they have yeah. a credible fear that they'll be persecuted if they go home these people are nobodies these are not they're not revolutionaries they're not political dissidents no one cares about these people like the powers that be in their countries wouldn't give two shits whether they're inside the country or not there's no yeah. fear of persecution that's no. crap. No. But until that can be proven to be crap, they are paroled from their previous violation. That doesn't mean that the violation is gone, right? It's still a violation. They're technically, the catch and release is technically a form of parole pending the outcome of their asylum case. Beating a cop in the streets of New York and getting caught and arrested for it is a flagrant violation of that parole. Beyond it, if if any one of us were to go and kick a bunch of cops on the street, we will go to jail for the next yes. twenty years. Yes, at least the charges they'd be able to stack against us would be through the roof. Yes, we might get cashless bail, but I wouldn't be permitted to leave anywhere. Right? They probably would left me in jail. 
the whole time. Yeah, they would they would claim you were a flight risk. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And all they have to do is get on the van, make their way south mm-hmm. to Florida. You know, because I heard today they love to rob all of New York and then drive to Florida and spend the money because they don't get arrested in yeah. the in in New York. That's why they don't steal yeah. in Florida, right? So they they're multi state groups. Plus, when they come in, has anybody vetted that they're not part of some sort of gang, a cartel, nope. a small uh, nope. gang, like even a neighborhood gang, right? Nope. Like lowest corner of the the thirteen whatevers, right? Nobody checks, nobody cares, nobody's looking at at tattoos. They're not even taking pictures, but they'll take pictures of our tattoos and our our. People. They they oh. are they are taking pictures of the tattoos, but the policy is that, it, it, and I, I put this in my book, which is coming yeah. out hopefully today. I have, I have to fix a formatting issue on it with the margins. Should be coming out today. Um, definitely, if you're not watching this live, it will be out this evening. Um, their policy is that if someone shows up with a tattoo that says MS-13 on it, literally, if it literally says that, you can't presume that they're an MS-13 member. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why? Who came up with an idea that maybe this person is an MS-13 member? Is it is it crazy to think? And it they got abused brought, like, a little bit. It got abused a little bit because I don't want to call it abuse. It's called erring on the side of freaking caution. So what they were doing is if you showed up across the border and you were wearing, let's say, blue and white clothing. Well, that is the colors for MS- or MS-13. It's like Crips versus the Bloods. They have a yeah, uniform, yeah, right? Sure. If you're if you are arrested in downtown L.A. committing a crime and they find a red handkerchief in your pocket, they assume that you are a blood. If they find sure. a blue handkerchief, they assume that you are a crip Somebody. at the border. If you get apprehended and you have that paraphernalia, that allegiance, that little uniform, they're not allowed to make those assumptions. They're not allowed to because the they, thing of- I know the assumptions justify deportation. Right. So like they can't just assume that you are a gang member and throw you in prison for a sentence. They have to have a trial. Right. So for the criminal charges for being a gang member, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt for deportation. They don't technically. It just has to be suspicion, because at the end of the day, if this person is a gang member, you can't risk letting them out until their trial. Right. You err on the side of caution. But no, with these, these they never should have been released from jail. New York should have said if 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 New York was like a really like fair place and just place that feared for its own citizen safety, they would have said that you have already been paroled on a federal offense. Yeah. Um. We believe that you are a flight risk. We're going to hold you. Or they would have called ICE, and ICE would have been sitting at the courthouse to arrest them arrest while they're them. walking back, flipping the birds. That's yeah. what Trump used to do. That's what needs to happen. Wow. When did it all just go to hell? When did it all change? Yeah. And oh, with, the, that, with this one, yeah. you wouldn't even need the phone call from the police to ICE because no. the reporters were there. The yeah. reporters knew that they were coming. This was a high-profile case. You knew from the very start that they were illegal aliens. There's no reason why ICE was not there. There's zero reason. Unless Except they were invited. No, they don't have to be invited. as Because they can find out... Like the media and, wasn't invited. And they could just arrest. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, their jurisdiction would allow them to move in and make yeah. the arrest. Yes, on 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 the charge of violating the parole. How did they violate that technical parole by beating a police yeah, officer in the streets? As a group, as a group, right? Which is premeditated. It feels like in some way. Yeah. yeah. 
So either they weren't quote invited or they just didn't show up. Yes. Or they were ordered not to. Or they're not allowed to show up. Yeah. That is what I suspect is the case. I suspect that Joe Biden took a hatchet to Donald Trump's policies requiring that they show up anytime they know about someone. Sure. Because that was the policy. Like whether or not the state or local police department will pick up the phone and make that call, you don't have to. I guarantee the police didn't call Fox News telling them to be there. Fox sure. News, their cameraman, knew what was happening, mm-hmm. did the research. There's no reason why ICE can't do the same research unless it is a matter of policy not to apprehend illegal aliens leaving courthouses. Courthouses apparently are, are off limits. So that's what I believe happened. Unbelievable. And now they're Just... gone. Now they're gone. And you may never find them again. The only time you will find them is when they're involved in another incident, right? What happens if these group of guys kick another cop to death, right, in another place? And then was it worth it? I mean, they wouldn't have been, that guy wouldn't have died in the first place if they just hadn't been here. Yes. And that's the craziest part about the whole thing is that we're just letting these unknown, undocumented, Mm -hmm. unvetted people walk across our country in Max. If you have, say, 20 million people that cross into the U.S. and only 10% of them want to fight you as an army, that's a monstrous army. You know what I mean? 1% is a lot of people Yeah, just deciding to try to take things over, right? So what makes us think they they won't? Yeah. No, it's – there's something you said on the podcast. I don't know if it's something you say often, but it's something I, I like to attribute you because it makes so much sense. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Um, so it's it is ridiculously naive to believe that everyone illegally crossing the border does so with the best intentions. Right. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid to believe that. But if you are going to be stupid and believe that when those same people prove that they don't have good intentions, prove that they're going to form a mob and beat two police officers in the street believe them don't keep giving them the benefit of the doubt yes. you believe them right mm-hmm. <laughs> but now we're in a situation where people have crossed the border i mean that looked like gang activity right i i don't believe yes that in between when they crossed the border and when they got to new york city they learned all the things you have to learn and believe to form a posse basically and Mm -hmm. beat police officers that was in them before that. Yeah. Right. So now they're free. Now they're free to roam. They're free to roam. Whether the FBI will look for them. I doubt it. No, absolutely doubt it. No, but you know who the FBI is going after teacher life, pro life protesters. Oh, who had the audacity. The audacity to sit Indian style outside of an abortion facility and sing hymns. Let's listen to this. Terrible stuff. Terrorists, terrorists, right? They're terrorists. I mean, they're practically burning the thing down. You know, I'm sure 
I'm sure they're going to drive their car into the place next. I mean, they look like a danger. Clear and present. This is the part that really will piss you off, will piss people off. That's what Um, I need on Friday. There's a federal statute. It's called the FACE Act. Um, I write about it in my other book, but it's 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 a, a a law that exists from a time when Roe versus Wade was actually the law of the land. It is a law that uh, I'll throw it up on the screen. But basically, what the law says is, because women have the right to an abortion, it is a crime to interfere with them exercising that right. Now. What pro-life scholars have been arguing in court, and the courts don't want to listen to it, is that in a world where there is no federal right to have an abortion, why is it still a felony punishable by 11 years in prison? Felony. Yes. Punishable by eleven up to 11 years in prison to interfere with something that the Supreme Court has said is not a right. Because the situation you had where you had competing rights, right? You had the First Amendment, which yeah. says you're allowed to protest. And you, you had the Supreme Court saying you had the right to have an abortion. And what the federal government said is, in our, in our opinion, the abortion, ri- the abortion rights should be prioritized. So your First Amendment right takes a back seat to them exercising their rights. That's interest balancing, right? But in a world where there is no federal right to have an abortion, all this statute is is criminalizing First Amendment activity. That's all it is at this point. So, so, go ahead. Well, what happens when we see a bunch of uh, pro-choice people out in front of churches threatening to burn them down and threatening the people that go to church for their beliefs? That should fall under the same not law. If it's a pro-life pregnancy center, it can. But the problem is, the FBI doesn't do that. Like, there's a pro-life pregnancy center upstate New York that was very uh, publicly um, vandalized, arsonist, trying to yeah. take it down, right? The FBI demanded that the pregnancy center hand over, it's Compass Care in New York, demanded that Compass Care hand over their security footage and then did nothing with it. Sat on it for months and then said, oh, well, it's been months, there's nothing we can do. And when Compass Care said, okay, well, give us the footage back, we're going to have our own investigators look at it, they refused to give the footage back. Whoa. Yes. So that's Whoa. that's the problem with this. It's very obvious mm. that a law that's supposed to protect both sides is yeah. really only being used to criminalize. And like until this past year, no one had ever been charged under the FACE Act for doing anything to a pro-life pregnancy center. It's ex- really they, they they started going after the people they could only because of the flagrant hypocrisy of taking the statute and using it to try and imprison as many conservatives as possible. You got to at least pretend to be fair. Max, they've gotten rid of, I mean, they've shown that that is not the case. There's no right to it. So everybody who is charged with a felony and prosecuted should be free immediately. And their yes. whole lives made right and whole again. Mm-hmm. So why hasn't that happened? I don't know. There's no justice under the law anymore. Here, here, Here's what the statute says. The, the freedom of access to clinic entrances. It makes it a crime for a person to by force or threat of force or by physical obstruction intentionally injures, intimidates, or interferes with or attempts to injure, injure, intimidate, or interfere with any person because that person is or has been or in order to intimidate such person or any other person or any class of person 
from obtaining or providing reproductive health services. So the way the way it's written, very confusing. It makes it yeah. seem like it's by force or threat of force, but technically it's by force or threat of force or physical obstruction. So basically, those people, we just showed them on the ground, I'll pause it, um, right here. They're, they're God-loving people, so they're not, they're not doing anything wrong. They're sitting there praying, right? Technically, the charge is the same if they sit there praying as it would be if they beat the hell out of women trying to get into the clinic. Wow. The charge and is the same. Obstruction could mean anything. You could put a cardboard yes. box in front yep. of the door and yep. write pro-life on it, and you're committing yep. a felony? At what yep. point did we Simply fall into madness? Because they have to step over it. I mean, the pro-life movement has has done some some stuff that, if it was any other industry, would be probably called a prank or, at the very least, like mischief. Right? right. They take super glue and they'll super glue the lock so you can't unlock the door. Um, and you, you have to call. It's not not nice, right. right? And it's criminal mischief to do that to stop a business from opening. But is it a felony? punishable by up to 11 years in prison probably no because well, the supreme definitely. court no longer recognizes a right to get an abortion so the real question here is can the federal government so heavy-handedly punish you for a first amendment protected activity because they think the going into the abortion facility is more important now when they're competing rights the courts have said yes what hasn't been answered is whether they can interest balance your right to free speech away to protect something that isn't a right. Is that, it's, it's confusing. Is, am I making yeah, yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. Well, what's going to happen is if they say yes, then none of your rights would ever be able to be applied again for anything, yep. anything ever. take away for any purposes. Right. So they would effectively be destroying the first amendment of our constitution, right? Yes. That would be gone. And then everything after that begins to fall like a domino because yes. you go after the first one, then you go after the second one, which they've been doing for 20, 30 years, right? They, they are weaponizing your freedoms against mm -hmm. you. That's disgusting. Yes. I mean, that is repugnant. Mm -hmm. They should be replaced. It should be yeah. gone. Well, that right there, um, sorry, I'm, I'm a little glitchy. That right there shows you the different priorities in the Biden administration, you can be an illegal alien who enters the country and the Biden administration defers says, no, no he's, he's just an asylum seeker. It's OK. They let him go. You can be caught quite literally beating police officers. You know how dumb you have to be to, to wail on police officers like that's yeah. the dumbest thing you can do. Pick a fight with literally anyone else. else. What happens then? He gets released, yeah. not reapprehended allowed to disappear well at least now they have his fingerprints yeah right that is okay go out amongst the community the Biden administration as a matter of policy is okay with the illegal aliens who beat police officers living among us what the Biden administration is not okay with is pro-life protesters sitting in a hallway singing gospel hymns that to them felony punishable by up to 11 years in prison Wailing on a cop and filing a fraudulent asylum claim and violating the terms of your parole? Go for it. No big deal. This is an actual direct attack on our representative republic.
It's a direct attack on people. It's a direct on a, attack on citizens of the United States. And the government loves to, to prop up these illegal aliens. Obviously, they want their vote later, but Max, this is this this changes all kinds of things. What mm-hmm. what cop would ever want to try to arrest this group again? When when, a, when an organized group is going after the police, that sends a message, right? The very mm-hmm. things that keep you safe, we're going to destroy. Yes. And that's what they're doing. And the Biden administration doesn't care. This is all dim run. Oh. And and just so we're clear, this video of illegal aliens jumping on, kicking, beating a police officer, right? And the image of that illegal alien walking free, flipping off the cameras and disappearing came just a day after the Fed secured a sentence of six, more than six years for a man in, at January 6th who blindside tackled a Capitol officer. Now, I'm not supporting that. I'm not endorsing that. Obviously, you can't tackle police officers. It's a crime. But I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that the federal government, the DOJ, was presented with two cases of people who quite literally were proven tackling and attacking police officers. And the only one who they got up off of their asses to put in prison was the conservative. The illegal aliens who were caught doing that just got allowed to walk free and disappear into society. So I'm not saying that the conservative guy, January 6th guy, shouldn't be in there. I'm not saying that. Just trying to understand how we can live in a country where only one side of the aisle gets punished for something like that. Very publicly, very obviously, only one side is getting punished for something like that. The DOJ only goes after its enemies. There is no equal application of the law for anyone anymore. Justice is not blind. It it has got a very evil left eye that's looking for every conservative that's out there, and they're they're willing to to tarnish their reputation and attack our our our, our way of life altogether just just so they could go after their political enemies. Yes. Wait, wait, why are we allowing this to continue? Yes. Yes. Why? Why? Why haven't you got you listener out there? Why haven't you done something about it? Because the minute you get up and do anything, they say, "Oh, you're." You're, you're, you're resisting your insurrection, yeah. right? It's the same reason states are trying to ban militias. They're not doing that out of love. They're doing it because they expect to be doing something in the coming weeks, months, years mm-hmm. that they fear you might want to resist. So mm-hmm. you make people afraid enough of resisting. That's all. That That's why they went so heavy handed on January 6th. Mm-hmm. It, it's very obvious that the people involved in January 6th are not the threat to America that the Biden administration has argued in court, right? It's very, it's very clear that they are not, because when you read these hearings, when you, oh, just lost a. It happens all the time. Just keep going, you're fine. There we go. Um, When you read these court cases, what they're saying is that the reason these January 6ers have to stay in prison is because if you let them out, there's a fear that they're going to try and storm the Capitol again. That's the legal, logical basis that they're using to keep these people locked up for years without trial, right? Which is obviously not true. No one's, no one's tried to get into the Capitol again, mm-hmm. other than Democrats. Um, it's very obvious they're not going to storm the Capitol peacefully without arms a second time. Are you insane? Uh, but that's the logic that they use. Um, that's the logic that they use. And, and we've seen a lot of situations like this in the last couple of years where it feels like there's two different sets of 
um, legal cool. system. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't call it the justice system anymore no. because it's very clearly not about getting justice. It's the legal system. What can they legally get away with? Justice has nothing to do with it anymore. Mm-mm. You remember this case? You remember those uh, lawyers in the Black Lives yeah. Matter riots in New York City? Mm-hmm. There were two lawyers, lawyers, not illegal aliens, two lawyers who were quite literally caught firebombing a police car. F- they got one year and one day in prison. 30 grand for the fine? And 30 grand. Now, look at some of the, like the guy who tackled the Capitol Police officer. We just showed it. Six years. He got over six years. So the act of tackling a cop to the ground is six years. But the act of throwing like a Molotov cocktail in a cruiser trying to kill everyone inside, that's one year. Do you understand how this doesn't freaking make sense? And they went, they went after Rudy Giuliani's law license Mm -hmm. faster than they went after the fire bombers law licenses. How does that make sense? And it's in everybody's face, but nobody knows. Like I, I, do people even know this stuff anymore, Max? I mean, that's why we're here telling them, but no one else reports it. No one else brings up these things. There's, there's no other place where you get, if you put in a Google search for something, all that comes up is these, these, Poor immigrants had to resist themselves against the police, right? Or the, yeah. there's so many problems they face, and it, it just doesn't make sense. It's it's like everybody somebody turned the whole world on its head, yeah. And we're just it, we're just supposed to accept it. We're just supposed to believe that if we decide to to revolt or rebel, that we're going to be destroyed for it. And they're just assuming we're the bad guys. How much rhetoric comes out of the Biden White House where they say that everything we're that conservatives or, or MAGA people are going to do is going to destroy the democracy? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we hear it every day. So they're lining up against us in the law system. They're lining up against us in, in, in the media. And they're lining up against us at the highest political levels. I mean, what what is there left to do? I mean, we can't win fair elections anymore. I, like I said, Biden wins this. Whoever the Dem is wins this wins this one. And that's what's going to cause like real problems for everybody in the U.S. Like they're going to see for the first time that it's not legitimate. But we'll, we'll be labeled as, as conspiracy theorists, liars again, right? And those continue the attacks until there's there's some sort of come to head moment, and I think that's what they want. Remember this guy? Oh, the Richard, foot guy. He Richard was in the Barnett. Senate office. Yeah, Richard Barnett. He had the audacity again. Don't do it. Don't break into the Capitol and put your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He had the audacity to put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, and in doing so, earned a four year prison sentence for four years for what was actually called basically mid misconduct in the house of representatives in the capitol building like like that when you start looking at it the actual charge the charges that he's facing civil disorder <laughs> like he he was disorderly in the capitol building when he put those feet up on it was ruffled through papers fine he yeah. put the feet up on the capitol building on the capitol uh desk nancy was yes it's very dis too disorderly he gets four years but the man who filmed gay sex scenes in oh, the Senate Lord. hearing room, yeah, will face no charges because police have concluded they can't find evidence of a crime. They but can't was... find evidence of the crime, even though he posted evidence of the crime. That so seems what's... awfully disorderly. 
and the conduct is horrible. I don't care if it's gay or straight sex act. Yeah. You shouldn't do those things in the people's house. There's there's a level of decorum. And if you're not yeah. following the level of decorum, isn't that disorder? So therefore he could be he should be charged for the same crime. I mean, th- this is a sex act, which is yeah. disgusting, versus some guy putting his feet up on a desk. I don't know. I feel like it's the people's house. You should be able to walk in there and put your feet up on the desk if you want to, but I think, yeah, I remember when that story came out. I was like, "This can't be true, right?" Because some guy just goes in there and does does the butt stuff video, and it's okay, yeah. right? Nobody cares. Nobody bats an eye. It it barely goes through the the, the media cycles for a week. Yeah, but yet January six is all we can hear about. All those evil people out there that were being disorderly, who were knocking over. Like yeah. if if you walked in the white, if you'd walked yeah. in and knocked over one of the the rope holders would that have been disorderly conduct right i mean what is the level of disorderly conduct well, you want you want to know how ridiculous this is right so this guy richard barnett he's charged with unlawfully entering or remaining in a restricted building i have to believe that as a term of his permission to be in the senate you know, yeah. a little id a little id card like there's things you can do right right I have to believe staying behind and waiting for everyone to go home so you could have butt sex in the Senate hearing room isn't part of his job description. No. Did he unlawfully remain in the Senate building after hours? I think you could probably make an argument for that. Was it it. disorderly or disruptive conduct in such a restrictive building? It might not have been at the moment if no one's there, but they filmed it and they put it online which adds a whole other element to that crime beyond just the inconvenience it might have caused anyone there in the moment. The problem becomes with the fact that the feet up on the desk guy, he was charged and the crime he was charged with only is triggered if there's a quote civil disorder. And And a civil disorder is a public disturbance involving acts committed by three or more more persons unbelievable in which it might cause a danger or damage or injury to property or persons so if this gay guy that this gay sentence staffer if he had had a threesome instead of a total crime total crime you could actually make the argument but because it wasn't a formal train and it was just two guys (laughs) right (laughs) just two cabooses (laughs) Yeah, just two cabooses. <laughs> There's no cars in between. Yeah. Because of that, technically that crime can't even be stretched to apply. Hold you on. See how on. ridiculous this is? Yeah. Well, well, were there three people there? I mean, couldn't the person who's running the camera be that third party? I think. It, I, I don't I think, know much about the video. Yeah, I never watched true. it. Here's the thing, though. The FBI says both have refused to communicate, so we don't have any more information. They can't bring them down and try to, to to turn their knuckles or anything. I mean, just... where where are the six a.m. early morning raids right? at gunpoint? Yeah, right. Where are they? What? Where's the public spectacle? Is CNN there with their cameras when they went to go make that arrest? You know, did somebody make that phone call? Yep. So wow. Why aren't they raiding their home, uh, taking all of their phones and computers to see if they have confessed to other people? That's what yeah. they did to the Trump supporters. Yeah. You see, you see, it's just, it's There's two no different levels. It's two different yeah. levels of law enforcement. That's very obviously, very obviously being guided through a political lens. 
This guy's a Democrat staffer. He's wow. gay. Being gay is a protected class. So you can't you can't even create the appearance that you're you're going after him because of his gayness, which you shouldn't. If anyone if anyone yeah. filmed, filmed a porno in the Senate hearing room, they should be prosecuted for it. I'd be I'm angry if anybody mm-hmm. did it. I don't care who it is. Race, creed, color, orientation doesn't matter. Like if they did it to potentially sell it or put it on an OnlyFans where they could get uh get money for it, right? That's a whole other level of the crime. Like right there, I mean, it's misappropriation of government resources. You know what I mean? Like it has to be, yeah. if you wanted to throw the book at these people, you literally you could. could. But that's the thing. They don't want to. Okay. If you listen, if you listen to, and I'll, and I'll let you chime in. This is the bit from the, uh, from the FBI, the Capitol Police, right? Basically saying that he's resigned his job. And that's basically punishment enough. And it will happen again. He's resigned his job. Go ahead. Keep, I'll, I'll, I'll let you chime in. I've been ranting. Could you, could you imagine the look? Like, all they care about the optics, right? If they were to go after somebody who's their protected class and their base voter and to charge them, their their side would lose their minds, right? They would. There would be hoopla. There would be big uproar. There would be all this protection for it. So the administration can't be seen as being hard on those kind of crimes for their side, but they have no problem being hard for the other side, right? Because that optic looks good. I mean, O'Keefe just had that that major uh, breaking video with that guy from who was interior of the White yeah. House, and he says all those things, right? He's like, yeah. they just can't be seen not uh, liking a certain group or you know getting rid yeah. of Kamala because you can't get rid of a black woman, right? Because it wouldn't look good. They care more about what looks good for them than what the actual freaking law is. That's just, yeah, that's that causes irritation in me. So irritation. So I, I think I was going to dive down this rabbit hole, but let's dive down the rabbit hole. We're here. We're already in the muck. We're already talking about it. We got the gloves on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Here's the crime. District of Columbia, section 22-1312. Lewd, indecent, or obscene acts, also sexual proposal to a minor, two different things. It is unlawful for a person in public to make an obscene or indecent exposure of his or her genitalia or anus, or engage in masturbation, or to engage in a sexual act as defined by this statute. That was a sex act. Um, So the question is whether the people's house public property has to be whether that is in public has to be because we all own it it's considered a public space it is it, not his house no. it is not a hotel no generally if you were to get caught having sex in a public building like this this is the statute that would be applied to you, to you yeah even if you were to get caught in a private building that you didn't have permission to be in because the in public is everyone else around you, right? Yeah. It's uh, unless what you're doing, you have a reasonable expectation that no one's going to walk in on it. You can make the argument that you just did it in public. If you have to worry that someone else could see you do it. Yeah. Right. Which, which you can get charged with this if oh, you're yeah. if you're being intimate with your partner and you deliberately open the blinds. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you right. could 
you could get charged with these kinds of statutes. Sure, they look in the car window, right? That, yeah. that happens yeah. all the time. Yes, this is the it. statute that would be applied to someone hooking up in a car. Wow. Even though the car could reasonably be said as your domicile, it right. doesn't and matter. It doesn't matter if it's private. It's close enough. Yeah. Well, I would, I would venture to say that the Senate hearing room is close enough. It's, it's close enough. And the thing is, Max, is I got to imagine this is one. This is amongst some of the most watched rooms that are out there. Yeah, I got to imagine there's cameras everywhere. It's a dedicated C-SPAN camera everywhere. Like everybody could see this going on. So there's plenty of evidence, right? There should Here's be another standard. of it. Here's another standard. If you're having sex someone somewhere, and one person pushing one button would broadcast that sex act to the entire country on C-SPAN one or two, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're in public. <laughs> like, yeah. let's, just, let's just be fair, right? They'd be violating so many cameras, other laws. And why is C-SPAN's cameras in there? Because it's the public's right. house. It's the people's house. Right. Um, it the is very space. funny. It is very funny talking about this and seeing people hop on, realize that we're talking about this, and I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about either. But the it's point, happen. the point isn't to get bogged down in it. The point is to show you how flagrant and how disgusting the two different legal systems are that have been created in this country. I'm not saying that anyone should have sex in the Senate office building, Senate hearing room. No, of course not. Like decent, reasonable people wouldn't do that. But then again, understand that the policymakers who signed off on this decision not to charge her, not charge him, sorry are the same people who are actively encouraging lewd behavior in the streets. Right? I mean, like, like these are the same people who would be at the gay pride parade clapping and, and cheering on debauchery. Right. Right. So it isn't that isn't just that they don't want to prosecute it. There's an element of the left that doesn't think there was anything wrong with this. That even right. if it technically, it's not a matter it. of whether they can technically charge it. They say this is beautiful. Disgusting. They say this is wonderful. Right. Unbelievable. And, and then they promote it and they want that stuff, right? I mean, it's total perversions of the system. It's total perversions. This is this is the kind of stuff. Somebody asked me the other day, Josh, are we living, uh, will, will we live in a dystopia? Right? Will we have some sort of apocalyptic dystopia that we're living in and things are just going to be strange? And I argued to him, I was like, you already do. You know what I mean? In a dystopia, there, there's uneven yeah. law. There's special yeah. classes. There's special yeah. people, right? There's special, there's special things you can do out there to make sure that you don't get attacked yeah. by the law. They will embrace you for it and they will yeah. find your enemies for you and then will go after them. Tell me we don't live in a dystopia now. Except there's no desert out there, and I still get to shop at Walmart, right? Tell me, we, tell me, we don't live in a dystopia. Donald Trump is facing criminal charges for mishandling, allegedly classified documents, and in his defense, he has argued, among the other defenses, that there is a certain level of presidential immunity yes. that the president uh, conducting himself in the normal way that presidents would conduct themselves can't be criminalized, can't turn that into a fine. That's the one hand. On the other hand, the DOG FBI has literally caught Joe Biden doing the same thing, unlawfully storing classified documents in his garage. Right. Not even right? under lock and key. 
So when Donald Trump says, I deserve presidential immunity, the DOJ says there is no such thing as presidential immunity. But when they catch Joe Biden doing the same thing, they say we cannot prosecute him. Why can't they prosecute him, Josh? Well, they got to have that difference under the law. I mean, it's, it's presidential immunity. immunity. <laughs> but like we can't indict him. He's a president. Well, what is the basis of that argument stretching all the way back to the Watergate era? That yeah. there is a certain element of presidential immunity and you can't lock a president up for doing something that is part of being president. You know what I mean? Like you would have locked up every president since Nixon. <laughs> yeah, they have well, but that's the whole thing, right? Like every every president does things that the courts eventually rule are unconstitutional. And I'm not embracing that, right? But presidents will push the envelope and say, you know what, I've read this law. That's what I'm saying, I read this law and I interpret this law to protect me doing this. I'm gonna do it. Other side challenges, sues, goes all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court says, no, bad president. That was unconstitutional. The president then doesn't go to prison. Like, like that's the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What the DOJ is trying to do to Trump is saying, you were president, you did something that after reading the law said it was permissible, believed it was permissible. We disagree, but instead of suing you the way we do for every other president, we're going to charge you criminally after the fact. Right. Do you and see they, how there's a difference? Yeah, and now the Supreme Court has to decide now, right? And the power becomes the judiciary's power to determine whether a president can or cannot yeah. be charged, right? And that's what's on the table. Yes. Because yes. if that's the case, Joe Biden should be charged for a lot of things, right? Yes. There will be things that will come out. He'll probably be dead by, by the time they figure it out, like 10 years down the road, right? Because it's on the verge now but what are they gonna arrest it they'll never do it they'll just never do it they'll never find the reason here's here's the hypothetical joe biden is in tech suppose he's in texas sure he when he travels basically travels with a mobile command center he can mm -hmm. deliver uh combat orders anywhere on their on on the planet was with them not just the nuclear football just the ability to relay mm -hmm. orders mm -hmm. While he is in the state of Texas, he orders a drone strike against an American overseas um, who may or may not be working with the terrorists. Now, th this is something Obama really enjoyed doing. But in this hypothetical, remember, he makes the order from inside Texas. Mm -hmm. Normally, if, if someone took offense to it, like the state of Texas, they would sue in federal court to get it to stop. Mm -hmm. But what Biden and his DOJ are trying to open the door for would be for Texas prosecutors to arrest and charge him with murder. That'd be wild. That would be way too much power for the state to have over the I know. executive. I know. They're doing it in Georgia too. Donald Trump picked up the phone and talked to the Secretary of State and said, we're seeing fraud here. And he's throwing numbers around that are being given to him off the cuff. And now after the fact, they're saying, oh, well, that conversation, that was, that was lying on a federal form. Doesn't matter. It wasn't paperwork. You lied on a. You lied to a federal. Sorry, you lied to a state official. That's that. That is a crime. Now Joe Biden could call up a state official and talk out of his ass, and nothing would happen to him. But no. with Trump, it's different. So what happens if Joe Biden's giving a speech somewhere and he starts rattling off a bunch of numbers that aren't true about something? And a state official is there listening to this during a speech. Would yeah. that also apply at that point? Because he can't get numbers yeah. like it's a hundred million, million, billion, trillion, a hundred thousand yeah. new jobs, right? He does it all the time. He does yeah. it all the time. L let's imagine you're in a 
you're in uh, Michigan because he was okay. just in Michigan. He's there with Gretchen Whitmer, and, and imagine he stands up and he said this before, so it's not a stretch. To, he gets up and he says that there have been 300 million gun deaths last year. Yeah, he okay. says it all the time. Mm-hmm. He basically says that everyone in America in was US, just shot yeah. and killed. Yes, he gets the number flagrantly wrong. It's dumb. If Gretchen Whitmer is in attendance and she hears that and she goes back to her staff and says, we need to pass gun control right now. And she does it. You could argue that he did the same thing that Donald Trump is being accused of doing, except in his case, he would have actually affected an outcome. Yeah. Whereas I think, I think it's safe to say that that the, that the governor and secretary of state in Georgia were just, just want to get off that call. They're, they're no friends of Trump. They don't want to help him. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't going to listen to him no matter what he said. Right. I think a lot of them took the call knowing that that might have been the plan. I mean, to do these things, you'd have to have a plan in place before those calls were made. Because you just couldn't go after the fact and find it. That would take so much research. You'd have to really spend time discovering. Right? There just wouldn't have been the time needed during the the last election cycle, right? And never forget that the Georgia, it was either the governor's office or the secretary of state's office leaked this detail to the press to damage Trump. The only reason, the only reason there was ever an indictment of Trump for this phone call in Georgia is because the other people on the phone call very publicly and very deliberately told the world that it happened in any other case without there being a recording, it would have been a, he said, she said, but the only reason it was even on the prosecutor's radar is because they very deliberately, very intentionally wanted the world to know that Trump had said these things. What a setup. So the, the witch hunt, he always said it was a setup. It's true. I mean, it has to be true. We see the evidence every day of it. But again, that was a conspiracy. Remember when you were labeled a liar for that yeah. by fact checkers? I, was I mean, there was time Snopes went after yeah. you and that other guy yeah. about the stuff that was said, right? Mainly me. I mean, mainly me. Mainly yeah, you. The other guy, too. But you you made the claim a long time ago. You were labeled as something yeah. other. I and mean, we had problems on YouTube because of it. Remember that? Uh, to this day, I still find it very funny that when the the other guy, we don't have, we don't have to pretend he's not Voldemort. Yeah. Um, Joe Oldman. <laughs> he even wants me not be named. Um, <laughs> when, when he still gets written about, um, I sometimes get little bits into the article yeah. as like a former co-host whenever they talk about things he said back then. And they sometimes will throw little blurbs in at me to say that I'm racist. Yeah. And I and I remember seeing the article once and I I click on it and say, I'm racist. That's news to me. And I click on it because th- they make claims and they hide them in the hyperlink. And the only way you can see what they mean is by clicking the hyperlink. And it's usually pretty big departure. Click on the hyperlink. And they took offense to me making fun of uh, Lori Light, Lightfoot. When you put the Beetlejuice picture up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I just want to make it absolutely clear. My criticism of Lori Lightfoot has absolutely nothing to do with her race. It has absolutely nothing to do with her gender. It had, at the time, I took great offense to her policies and found it moderately amusing that with a very small amount of Photoshop, 
you could quite literally make her look like Beetlejuice. <laughs> we all laughed that day. You, me, Joe, we were just And I am now. not the only one <laughs> to make this comparison. For the record, I typed in Lori Lightfoot Beetlejuice into Google, and this showed up. And I didn't make this. Oh, oh, those are the you know. But but to this day, I'm in articles where they say that I'm denigrating to African Americans. When no, it was to one person, and has nothing to do with their skin color. Has everything to do with the sunken eyes and almost electrocuted hair. Yeah, and Um, like the high brow line. I mean, it poor thing. She obviously was not getting much sleep at that time. (laughs) But it it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh that uh that people think that they can, but the problem is they, they put that out there and unless someone's willing to do the two or three clicks it takes to get to what the actual accusation against me is, they read it without clicking. They say Max McGuire with it was a history of being denigrating to black women. No, it's oh, one, right? One. It has nothing to do with her race at all. She, she could pass. She could pass. She could like, like that would be the ultimate uh, costume for her at Halloween, right? So just a little bit of effort. And Beetlejuice Two will be coming uh, what out. What did she? She was two. like the vaccine fairy. What was? What did she do? What does she do what now? Is, oh, I don't know. Like, no. Uh, what was her? Uh, what was her? It was like. Fame? No, her her Halloween costume. It was like. Oh yeah, yeah. She went with something crazy. Stupid. Remember, like that? Yeah, that's why I was talking about the Halloween thing, right? Yeah, she went as, as Bleach Woman. That's right. Which was <laughs> and the like the hand sanitizer next to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But That's Trump, but Trump is accused of telling people to drink bleach just by off the cup talking about medical studies that use disinfectants, aerosolized disinfectants. He said, yeah. "Oh no, Trump wants you to drink bleach when you have bleach girl." Standing there yeah. in her cape and a mask. Don't forget the mask. God, I miss the masks. It was good times there. I, I'm, oh. I'm glad we're not wearing them and that it isn't required to wear them because when you find the people who still are wearing them, you can just immediately write them off as having anything interesting to say. Yeah. Here in Texas, I'm still encountering every now and then people I, double masking and it is the funniest thing ever. Hey, I went into a Home Depot. This is back when we were on Conservative Daily. And uh, this lady saw me without a mask, so she put one in, pulled one out of her pocket and she threw it at me, like at my chest, and it bounced off me. And she just stood there staring at me, like I, waiting for me to do something. And I was like genuinely angry, but I just kept on walking. That's what I got. Funniest experience I had was I had the audacity to turn down an aisle and not listen to the little arrows that they had take the floor <laughs> yeah because that's oh, not goodness. real that like that's not real like <laughs> you can't just make an aisle one way it's, it's stupid yeah it's the look of horror on this yeah. woman's face right as she taught saw me turn that corner and walk towards her instead of behind her yeah you would have thought i was freddy krueger or jason with a machete right about to murder the whole summer camp of kids. Right. She ran faster than the kids running the horror movies away. She just sprinted. I was like, oh, all right. I held it myself. 
the hardest thing about COVID was is that we found a way to hate each other more. Oh, it wasn't you know just I mean? hating each other. It was so much. There, well, were, we there was way. polling. There was polling where Democrats wanted conservatives to be sent to re-education camps. That was on the agenda in the New York legislature. It wasn't just that we learned to hate each other. It revealed it revealed yeah. hatred. And same thing. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Don't assume, don't give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't mean it. Happy We're Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Any, any final words? Oh, man. I, I've said this before. I've said it again. The government thinks that it is something different than you now. Yeah. They think they're something different than you. That means they expect you to serve them or, you to, or they serve you. But you know which way it's yeah. going. You serve the government now. You no longer have the freedom you have. You live like a slave. We do. Yeah, we very much do. Well, that's it for this edition of the podcast. One thing I will say, my book, my next book will be out in the next 24 hours. So by the time you watch this, it'll probably be available. I thought I could have hit publish before we went on, but one of my margins is too small. So that's going to be fun. Um, reshaping, resizing the entire thing. That's going to be fun. Um, but next book coming out, Conservative's Guide to Winning Every Immigration Argument will be out in the next 24 hours. Do check that out. Now's the time to read it. Yes. It's uh, very, have, very have important it stuff. Um, and then when that happens, I have to figure out how to make a nice little box set to put them together. Of three. Hey, how long do you think it's going to take before you get them in universities? Uh, <laughs> I, I got I gotta find someone who wants to assign it. That'd be funny. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I, I bet you I bet you out there somewhere you could do there it. There is a political science guy at, at a community college level who'd be willing to do it. Let's find out. Hey, if anyone knows anyone, Let's write into out. the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun. Uh that'd be fun. That'd be like the long con if I just get a job at a professor. Because that's what the professors at a university, that's what the professors do. They they write the books yeah, and then they yeah. force people to buy the books and they make yeah. money on it. Um, you you would be, be fired funny. so fast. It'd be pretty funny. Like, you have no idea. Yeah. You would be fired so fast. You'd show up, teach one class, and you're gone. That's what yeah. they do to you. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. You'd open your mouth and you'd be like, no, that was yeah. stupid. <laughs> you'd be yeah, in front probably. of the dean in one day. Yeah. But the fun, fun little fact is that when this book does come out the most the newest footnote will be february 1st so i try to make it as up to date fresh as possible because things are changing well that's it for this podcast if you like the podcast make sure you subscribe links are in the description subscribe 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 comment 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 um we'll be back on monday with more content so tune in for that that's it for this edition of the podcast my name is max mcguire I am Josh Hammerling. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all snap and fight together. Have a good weekend. See you.